Riding with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. Hey guys, how you doing today? This is John from Chatting with the Constantins. When I first started my podcast, I was curious how to get started, who to host it, and how much it actually is going to cost me to do a podcast. Well, after doing intensive research, I come across a website called anchor.fm forward slash start. After reading what anchor.fm had to offer, I couldn't believe that anchor.fm was a free podcasting host site for anyone to use. I was like, man, this is amazing. I can get my show off the ground and start right away. So what is really awesome about Anchor.fm is they give you two options to host and produce your podcast. You can use the web base that they offer at Anchor.fm. You can go ahead and upload your episodes from any type of editing software that you're using and produce your episodes that way. It'll also allow you to add uh, background music and beginning and end music and also sponsors yes you can actually make money with anchor.fm and other sponsors that they provide you with i'm like that's awesome and yes guys it's just that easy and anybody can do it and also if you're a person on the go if you have an and android or an apple phone just visit your app store look for the new updated anchor.fm and download it to your phone today and you can record and produce your episodes right from your smartphone yes i said you can produce everything that you record with anchor.fm on the app right from your smartphone and i look forward to listening to all your new podcasts and please check out chatting with the constantins hosted by john and destiny constantin every wednesday and friday thank you Hey everybody, welcome to Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm with your hosts, John and Destiny Constantin. Welcome to Destiny's Book Club segment. And I want to welcome in my amazing creative daughter, Destiny Constantin. How you doing? Hi everyone, welcome to Destiny's Book Club. It's Book Talk Friday. Yeah, yeah, Book Talk Friday. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so Destiny, I know our listeners ha- ha- haven't had a a chance to understand your background so can you go ahead and explain all that in detail to our listeners so they have a better understanding of how you're such a creative and prolific writer and all your work you've been doing oh yes i would love to um that's why i wanted to start off the show that way um i have had our friends um for the past two weeks do author interviews with us and um, because we jumped into the author interviews right away with Sylvia and Patricia, I didn't get a chance to um, tell them about our new segment. Um, so um, Dad's allowed me to create my own segment. I have. Actually, he came up with this idea, actually. That's what I do. <laughs> um, so um, I've been joining at, uh, as co-host with Dad on Wednesdays for a couple of weeks now. And I'm always sharing writing tips, but it seems like our listeners enjoy hearing about my writing journey. So go ahead and take them on that writing journey, kid. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> um, so Destiny Book Club is going to be a weekly segment on Fridays. Um, we're going to do author interviews. I'm going to give some writing tips. Um, I'm going to share about whatever I'm working on that week. Um, I'm going to add in um, book mail Fridays um, once in a while. I'm um, going to be having uh, more of my friends join us soon. Um, we're just trying to figure out the scheduling situation. <laughs> That's important. Everybody has to <laughs> meet up at the same time so we can have a blast on on, on chatting with the Constantins on anchor.fm. And we're live. Yeah, so um, it's going to be discussion-based. Um, I'm going to share as much as I can 
um, tell you about what books I've been reading, um, book review projects I'm working on. Um, and of um, course, I, I know a lot of people enjoy hearing about authors' inspirations, and um, it has been a blast um, working for um, Coffeehouse Writers for the last two, well, since 2019. Um, it will be two years this coming spring. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> Um, but um, I am a graduate student, I'm a writer, I am a poetry writer, um, I'm an editor, social media manager, a book blogger, reviewer, a teacher. I've gotten a lot of job titles um, this past year. Um, I know everyone's been struggling because of the pandemic um, and the virus situation. Um, I feel you. Um, it's been hard not being able to see um, my friends um, to have a dinner party that I enjoy doing every couple of months. Um, sister movie nights with my best friend, Julie. Um, but I actually got to see my friends a few weeks ago. Um, and it was um, such a relief um, to know that they were uh, virus free from the test and um, just to have fun, some fun again. Um, things have been kind of uh, gloomy and difficult, so it was nice to take a break and just have um, some fun and to catch up and to see them. So I hope everyone um, gets to see um, the people you miss soon, um, rather be the FaceTime or the Zoom, or um, if you get to do a in-person dinner, um, of course, you know, we got to wear our mask and wash hands and make sure we all follow the protocols. Um, but uh, family time is important. It helps, uh, like, refresh ourselves. Um, it um, gives us, um, like, um, I don't, like, what was, um, I don't know, wellness, like, relaxing wellness. Um, uh, wellness you know, bring, checks. Yeah, brings up your spirit. Uh, you know, it's it's. I know me, I've been working a lot and doing multiple projects, so it just felt good to take a break from everything um, and to have some fun to watch a movie and eat popcorn. <laughs> you forgot one more job title to, to that list, kid. What did I forget? Amazing podcast co-host. Oh, I got a co-host to my list, too. You got a podcast co-host to your list. I got a podcast co-host to my list. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, so this past year, um, I've done, I don't, I can't even believe how many things I do some days. Um, <laughs> I, um, I keep, I'm a very organized person. Um, she is, she makes my head spin uh, with whatever she's doing. I can't keep up. <laughs> so um, every week I have an agenda. I write down everything that needs to be done. Um, and I also keep a um, whiteboard easel in my room, and I have a to-do list on there, and then I also have a chalkboard on my next to my desk that I use with my students, and I keep my lesson schedule and lesson planning and tutoring and teaching over there. Um, so I have like three places where I write to-do lists <laughs> and so schedules. So your your chaos with, with a calming storm is what you're saying. Yeah. And <laughs> everything's color coded and sticky notes and 
um, things like that. But, um, you know, I, I love what I do. I have worked very hard over the past few years. Um, I've overcome challenges. Um, I, I had to accept uh, my new reality. I had to overcome challenges and I still face challenges every day, but I, it's important to, um, believe in yourself, um, to accept and overcome the challenges you may face, um, rather be bullying or discrimination or someone not believing in you, um, it's important to accept who you are, um, the way you are, and to always believe in yourself and to never give up on the things that you want to do. Um, I have learned that the hard way, um, I started writing, um, because of my health progressing and writing and baking had become the two um, platforms that I use to express my emotions and to handle things. Um, I can't believe it, but I've been writing since 2014. That, about... <laughs> that's when our first children's books came out, right? I, I believe so. I've been writing about seven years now. Um, Dad didn't know this, but I always dreamt of writing a story um, that I could share uh, with my students because um, I've wanted to become a teacher since I was four. Um, I just always loved being in, in school despite uh, bullying and challenges I had, but I just love learning. I've always been a, um, I, I'm a, I'm um, I'm not afraid to call myself a nerd because I know I'm a nerd. Um, I'm a nerd. I'm a bookworm. Um, and, and I am very uh, smart and creative and love to do multiple things. Um, yeah, so she gets that from me, guys. Smart and creative. So I'm not afraid to say that. Um, I am. Um, I wanted to write a story because books have always been a special place to me. Um, I'm not sure it's, it's because I used to take bike rides with my grandma to the library. That was our thing when I was younger. Or if I just always love when my mom read me a story or I just, I just came attached to books and books were, I, I'm a shy person doing this podcast is helping and doing online teaching, but I am, I am still a shy person and, um, so I, I was always, you know, the quiet one in the corner of the classroom, you know, eat lunch by themselves. So I always had a book with me. Um, there was always a book in my backpack. And I always thought books were magical. Um, it was a place where you could escape your reality and just go into the character's world just for a little bit, just to escape what was happening around you or whatever you were feeling. And I wanted to create a story that would be fun for kids who may struggle like I've had when I was younger. And we did that, right, kid? And we did. Dad and I, we created two children books. Um, I'm going to admit, um, even though we are proud and love of the books, um, they are not flawless. And I have learned that. But they are still um, fun, family uh, stories that are perfect for bedtime um, and they're a great inspiration uh to to all you, you remember um 
the head of the the child care section of uh, the NCCC a- after she bought all the books for, for the children. And um, she said that her son opened up about something about her that the, that the dad was doing. Mm-hmm. And it made him feel more comfortable opening up about that situation. And, and we never meant our books to be intended like that. We meant them to be enjoyed and taken on a journey like like we did when we were writing writing the stories, making a storyline and our little characters that we have in there. And my saying that I was saying for a couple weeks before we were actually before I actually wrote the papers <laughs> is like father and daughter setting out like two long wolves. <laughs> into the unknown and that was the basis where my creative juices came out and you took over and made it made it what it is today i you know nothing's ever gonna be perfect as long as you have it out there and people can grasp the concept i'm okay with that but i know i know you you want to make them better and i'm all for that so just let me one let, let me know when we're going to do that because I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm all excited to continue working with you. I love doing this podcast with you because it makes it easier for me to talk when I see your face on the screen or you're right next to me. It, it's, it's awesome. Hashtag proud daddy right now. <laughs> no, I love our children books and I love what they have meant to our fans, to our readers. Um, it's just that when we first started writing, I didn't know as much as I do now. Um, so when we are ready to make another book, it's gonna I'm gonna be more prepared. <laughs> just let me know. I'm there. <laughs> I'm gonna be more prepared next time. Um, but our books are available on Amazon. We do have them on Barnes Noble. Um, I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not 100% sure if they're still on Barnabas' website. I know they are on Amazon because I was just there looking up another book. Um, but all the information is on our website um, at www.costumebooks.com. And they're the perfect family story, um, perfect bedtime story um, that has adventure in it. Um, and I'm happy that I got to share it with the students um, students that I was a part of their classroom when I was student teaching um, because that was um, a goal of mine to accomplish. And she did it, guys. (laughs) Um, Obviously with dad's help and pushing and supportiveness, but she did it. um, This past uh, fall in October, um, I graduated with my master's degree um, in English and creative writing. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, with honors, um, and I and um, my school um, sent me a whole package in the mail uh, with my cap and gown, with my honor cords, with the um, cap and the tassel, and my degree, um, and a little souvenir. Once I um, graduated, I was applying for online teaching jobs. I have good news, Desi. Oh, you have good news? Our two children's books are at barnesandnoble.com and they're also available on Nook. Oh, they're still there? Okay, I just wasn't sure. I actually looked it up right now. <laughs> um, they're, so, they're, only, they're only available online. They're, they're, they're not in stock in a store, but you can order from Barnes & Noble. No, we're online only. Yeah, we're always online only. <laughs> um, and um, I started applying for teaching jobs and um, I wasn't sure if I was going to find one um, because of the pandemic, but um, I went through 
of five job interviews, um, made practice teaching lessons, um, did a few recordings. Um, I bought some supplies um, and I, I almost gave up because um, I was getting kind of disappointed. But who pulled you out and told you to keep going? <laughs> Um, but, um, dad told me keep going. Um, my coworker at coffee house said I could do it. Um, and I did, um, I've been, um, working with undergraduate, um, students and some elementary students, um, since, um, act, uh, since, um, the late, um, I think I started October 6th. I think it was the second week of October um, since then. And I have enjoyed every minute of it. Um, she has, because I, I see a smile <laughs> on her face every day. Uh, the The way she helps her students and especially me with, I, I need a lot of help in writing. I admit it. So she's my personal tutor. And I'm, I'm happy that she is, but I'm also happy that she's doing something that she loves. Um, with the, um, with the situation of online school and everything, um, Tutor Me has opened up their services to elementary students um, so they can get the um, extra help that they need. So um, when I, in December, um, I got to work with a little preschool boy. Um, you're so adorable. Um, we were, he was um, trying to um, practice his ABCs. Um, so I made these picture flashcards for him. Um, I got to work with a third grade student um, who was just starting to learn um, the writing progress um, through the writing progress charts. And his teacher wanted him to write a little paragraph story and he was having a hard time uh, getting in the words out. Um, so I told him to think of things that he loves to do. Um, and one of the things he loved to do was going thrift store shopping with his mom and dad. So I told him, use that idea. Um, and then um, I had a request from a parent a couple of weeks ago um, saying that they would like me to teach um, their son. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> people are starting to request you now? Yeah, I've been getting a request. That's awesome. Uh, I mostly work with undergrad students, though, in English composition courses. Um, they need help um, with their research papers and essays so and discussion boards. I've been having a few discussion board uh, lessons. <laughs> but I tell you, you know, the way you explain it, you, you make it easy for people, especially with myself on a learning disability, when you're helping my writing explain it. You break it down to where, where I understand it or somebody else who's having trouble you you actually break it down into a simplest form and it's like the light bulb goes off says oh yeah i get it now thanks desi i'll call you next time if i got a problem try my best um a lot of students struggle with um incorporating like quotes or research into our essays a lot of things i've been seeing is um students trying to write detailed sentences mm -hmm. um but the detailed sentences end up sounding like run-on sentences that's my problem. Um, so I try to show them how to edit. So the you can use strong vocabulary words to bring out the 
to increase the writing um, structure. Structure that you have to make sure that your sentences are still clear. Um, oh, that's a good writing tip. Clear uh, and concise. So, so what you're saying, less is more, and when it comes to creating something, in some cases. In some cases, yes. Uh, research papers, you need to be as detailed and possible, but you still don't want your sentences to be run on or um, hard to understand. That's that's a good that's some good stuff right there, kid. Um, and you also want to try to concise your sentences by not using um, filter words. Uh, filter words are like um, just and buts and 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 that so you, you gotta try to not to use so many filter you said, words too. you said but huh yeah b-u-t oh, i was thinking something else <laughs> i'm sorry i was being funny um, but I really enjoyed working with my students because it's something I always dream to do, and, and I I love sh- I love sharing what I know, and I love helping people. Um, well, you you got two you got the uh, well guys, you got two grade A restaurant restaurant quality tips about writing and censor structure from the great Destiny Constantine, the awesome writer. Right. <laughs> Right now, I took a break from school, but I'm doing a second master's degree uh, in higher education. Um, I I never got the opportunity uh, to finish my teaching degree uh, because of my health, um, and it's something that I, I, I still want. Um, so go get it. <laughs> I am. Um, I, just, I just need to take a semester off because um, I got a few great opportunities um and i'm trying to make myself a um better schedule as much organized as i am it's so hard for me to with time um it takes me longer to do things and i have trouble sleeping which is very annoying um But but you get it all done though, right? In a, in a but, timely fashion with the extensions but, and everything. Yeah, I get it done. But um, the reason I decided to go for a second master is because I never got to finish my teaching degree, and I want to make sure that I am prepared um, to become a professor because I want students to get the best education because every student deserves to have a good education. That is so true. Because um, th- education I, is the key for them to better their lives. You know I believe in you, right? And I support you no matter what, right? Yes, I do know that. What else do you know? <laughs> you and mom love me to death. <laughs> you're spoiled, right? Yes. And you know you're my favorite child, right? That's because I'm your only child. <laughs> so what else you got on the, on the agenda over there that I'm interrupting about, which... I'm excited to work on this podcast with you. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta learn to be quiet because this is your segment. Um, well, from this, I don't know what's the biggest thing that's have happened in the last few months. I don't know if it's graduating my master's degree or publishing three works into coffeehouse anthropology. You want to know what my take is? <laughs> this is what, this is my take on this. Number one, you graduated with honors with a master's degree from Southern New Hampshire. 
Number two, you have some works published in Coffeehouse Writers, which that poem is amazing, inspirational, lets everybody know how you feel. And your two works that are in the other anthropology of the 2020 anthropology of the Coffeehouse Writers, which I am, me and your mom are so super proud of you for taking the time to sit down and write those stories and pour your heart out and create a storyline, characters, put it in your voice and explain it the way you want to explain it to let the world know, say, hey, I'm here. This is what I'm all about. And we just love you for that. <laughs> so any exciting news in that anthropology? What, what uh, are you going to share with our fans yes. on chatting with the Constantins, Destiny's Blue Cup segment on Anchor.fm? And we're live on Anchor.fm. Yes, um, this is going to be our book mail spot for today. Um, I'm super excited because I just received a box uh, full of my author copies <laughs> that oh, I've been nice. waiting so patiently for. Well, trying to be patient. Um, but I finally have a copy of the Anthropologies in my hand. I just love I just... the cover of, of those books, guys. They're, they have, if you haven't seen them before, they have coffee grounds on them and what I believe is the poetry book, if I'm not mistaken, has nope. The fiction one does. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. The fiction one has a little latte with the heart in there, which which is awesome. I I find the covers to be very creative. It actually, to me, it's branding the coffee house writers logo about their platform, and everybody in those anthropologies are very talented. And I was I was so excited to have a couple on the show. Uh, Sylvia Stein, who does the the daily with Sylvia Stein, and Patricia Harris, who owns her own co-owns a, her own publishing company, and we got to sit down with them and we talked about their works and their background, and I was just I was just in awe. I was inspired, especially with Patty Harris's story dealing dealing with a pandemic and coming out with an opportunity to co co-own her own publishing company, Fake Corp. That was just so awesome, and it's kind of like us too. If you really think about it, we we come up with this opportunity to podcast during a pandemic to share our stories and everything that we have to offer you. I, I'm 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 just in shock that we have a podcast. I've always wanted a podcast, and now and now I have one, and I'm sharing this journey with my daughter, which is so amazing, and I'm so proud of this podcast and how how it's grown. I know podcasts take time. But I'm loving every minute of it because I'm hanging out with my daughter, sharing things that we love to share, like her writing. She gives awesome writing tips, which I'm interfering now because I'm rambling. But I, I'm just so proud of everything that we've done together. What else you got on tap, uh, honey? Uh, what pages are your, your stories on? Well, um, well, before I get to that, I wanted to say um, Caitlin actually designed our covers. Caitlin did all that? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a big shout out to Caitlin for the cover design. That's awesome. Yeah, she's been practicing and making um her own book cover. <laughs> that is awesome work. She's been, she's been practicing. Oh, and I'll be remiss not to give a big shout out to Sylvia Stein, uh, uh the Daily with Sylvia Stein, who's been a big inspiration to our podcast and all her accomplishments of her show and for us being on her show. And a big shout out to Patricia Harris for coming on the show last week and we had an awesome time with her. So please check out those episodes on anchor.fm or our website at podpage.com forward slash chatting with the Constantins and click on your favorite listening platforms. 
And uh, I hope you enjoy those episodes as much as we had doing the interviews with with our special guests. And I want to say thank you to them a million times and are welcome on our show at any time. Uh, what else you got going on over there, honey? Yeah, Sylvia and um, Patty both share um, their works, um, what they published in the anthropology along with their writing journey. Um, and um, Patty and I also talk about how our um, our health kind of like um, pushes us um, that we want to show others that they can still um, meet their goals or whatever they want to accomplish, no matter what they're facing. Uh, so you get to hear her story too. I was just in awe with her story and how inspired I was to listen to it. Now, Destiny, what has Dad's always told you when things get tough? Haven't I always told you stop, think, and then when your mind is clear, just shout out, just bring it, and yes. everything, everything comes clear? Yes. And, 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 and that's helped you along the way, right? Yeah. And, and then dad super hugs. <laughs> yes, as always help. <laughs> so I'm just so excited to actually have my stories in my hands. Um, I've been, when they, when the anthropology first was released, I only had it on the tablet. I only had an e-copy. Now I got a physical copy and I'm happy. I am a very happy author right now. <laughs> That's awesome. So you can <laughs> cherish your moments in a book. Um, and I just... What's wrong? You okay? Yeah. Notification thing came up. Um, so the, we have two. Coffeehouse published two anthropologies. Um, there are so many of us who submitted um, works. So we all didn't just do one. We've done every... I think everyone's done um, two or more. Two or more works. So it was, it was nice. so many submissions that uh, we had to split it. Um, into two books so um, volume one is poetry and nonfiction, and volume two is fiction so what you're saying is coffeehouse writers gave everybody an opportunity to get published with all their hard work they put in and their creative storytelling with each of their story yes um i believe there's about 30 of us writers in here and over 100 published pieces um we have various genres too um there's um, mystery there's horror um there's uh young adult fantasy um there's romance uh historical fiction um what's great about it is everyone who works for coffeehouse writers we all write in different genres so you get a variety of works of literature so um so who, anyone who's a book lover can um, enjoy the stories because they can find something in that they love to read or they might find a new genre they love to read nice. but it's a variety it's a variety and and, and guys uh, we'll leave all the links that we talked about uh in our show notes at the end here so you can got so everybody can go check out the coffeehouse writers website our website our podcast website and much more so be on the lookout for that as soon as this episode is done and published. Any uh, any other news you want to share, Destiny? Oh, yes. I got lots to share today. I got a whole plan in my head. Well, let, let's give the people what they want, <laughs> kid. Um, so um, I mentioned this before. Um, po poetry is a new type of writing for me. Um, 
I've only done it for maybe almost a year now. And poetry is very different than writing a story. That's for sure. Um, Especially with punctuation rules. But I have had a lovely mentor. Um, Nicole's been helping me learn the craft, learn how to make the stanzas, the punctuation rules. And poetry doesn't have to rhyme. It can be free free written. And that's what I mostly do. I do free written poetry. And my first poem is published in the anthropology. My body's like a roller coaster. It's actually published in here. (laughs) Hashtag Um, daddy proud. And I'm going to tell you, it is a nonfiction piece. Um, This is very uh, personal to me. I wrote wrote this poem. um, I don't. I don't know how long ago, but um, well, I, wasn't like I, a couple months ago you did that. Um, longer than that. No, that doesn't matter. It's 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 it out now. Right? <laughs> um, and it's actually it's not only published in the anthropology, but it was published in Coffee House Writers First Poetry Magazine. Um, oh wow, that's awesome, kid! Congrats. <laughs> it's it's very personal to me because um, I I. Not only have a bone disease, but I have a nerve and muscle disorder, and I face um, bad and good days. Um, and when I'm having a bad day, I feel um, very fatigued, um, exhausted, no energy. Um, sometimes I get um, backaches um, where my spine feels like it's squeezed and pressure. Um, I get um tingling and numbness in my limbs and electroshocks and a whole bunch of other things that I don't know how to put into words um but I I did hear I I I I did I wrote about how I feel when I have a good day and how I have a bad day um and um but so, so you're having a good day today I I did woke up with a backache but I, I'm doing okay right now okay but um it's very emotional, and um, I, I'm I'm hoping it inspires others. My slogan is to never give up on your dreams, and that's in here. My favorite part is I may have my good and bad days, but I am strong, and I am brave. No matter how awful I feel, I would never, never give up. And that is my that's my model. And and Daddy won't ever let you give up. As long as I'm living and breathing and I have the strength, you're, you're going to be fine. So um, all of these poetries in here, um, they are full of hearts, emotion, dedication. That's for sure. Um, I know I have left my heart in this one. Um, I think this is the most, maybe the, more the, the most emotional pieces I have ever written. Um, but I, I did it not only to let it out of my chest but to help others um and my friend keely um she did something this week um about her struggles um i was reading some of it today um because i got a promotion you did (laughs) um is this gonna be breaking news (laughs) on chatting with the consultants that's the book club segment live on (laughs) anchor.fm Not only am I a writer for Coffee House, but I just recently joined their marketing team, their advertising team. 
Oh, nice. So you're going to put some uh, new skills to use, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put some of my social media skills to use. <laughs> and uh, hashtags. <laughs> Hashtag book club talk Friday. Um, but we we have um, a team that each of us manage one of the social media platforms. Um, to, uh, Donna and I, uh, well, Donna's training me, but she helps me too. We're running the Facebook page for Coffeehouse Writers. And um, each day of the week, we share so many um, articles that have been written that week. So we share everyone's story, poetry, um, articles, whatever piece they've written um, each week, along with the um, tips from our editors. Uh, we do um, fun graphics, um, like if it's National Pizza Day or Popcorn Day. Um, quotes from authors and literary figures. Uh, we do author birthdays, so we not only share the work works of our uh, of our staff, um, but we do fun um, book quotes and graphics. And I was sharing Keely's story this week, um, and I just read a little bit because I was um, I like putting in quotes on the Facebook in the Facebook posts. To give you like a little snapshot of what the story is. So I put yeah. a quote and then I put in um, the hashtags two spaces down. And then there's a little window of the article that pops up that you can click on the link. So oh, nice. I was just uh, reading a little bit through to pick out a sentence I like to use as the quote. And I noticed that she, um, she's shy like me. Um, but I noticed she opened up about her um, challenges um, and her inspirations and her accepting her challenges and how she f- fell in love with books and how writing is her niche. So um, She sounds a lot, a lot like you. <laughs> so I'm proud of Keely for writing that. Um, I know she struggles too. I don't think you just struggle. I think everybody struggles with whatever, <laughs> whatever issue they have going on in, in, in their health. So I'm proud of her. Me too. <laughs> um, the second volume has um, all fictional stories. Um, some go to heartwarming about family. There's mystery in here. There's horror in here. There's fantasy in here. Um, a whole different um, genres, um, but I am so excited. So you're saying there's something something in there for everybody to read, yes, huh? There's something here for everybody. Oh, before I do that, my poem in volume one is on page 22. The last line goes on page 24. Page 25 is my bio, and then on the back on 26 is a pretty picture of me. Taken by Dabba's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a stand-in photographer for that day. <laughs> I had an appointment set up, but it got canceled. Well, you, well, you know I got your back, kid. I know. You, know. you know I got an awesome iPhone 12 that takes amazing pictures. Wait a minute. No, I think I took that with my iPhone 10, to be honest. Yeah, I took that with my iPhone 10, but I upgraded the iPhone 12. So you need more pictures, you let me know. I got you. <laughs> Well, that's my uh, photographer for my off my new author uh, picture. Nice. Um, so volume two, I have two short stories in here. 
You and do. I am very proud of it. <laughs> well, I can you, scream at the top of my lungs. I'm so happy. Are, are you going to keep it a secret much longer? Or are you going to let our fans know what's going on? Because uh, the people got to know. So I have branched out in my writing a lot these couple of years. You um, have. I do not only write children's stories anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I I have become a multi-genre author. <laughs> you have? <laughs> so break it down. Well, I have written two children's stories. Yes. Um, nonfiction poetry. Yes. Murder mysteries, cozy mysteries. Oh, yeah. And young adult fantasy. Yeah, that's all the good stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> I have branched out and... Um, I'll talk about this a little bit more later, but um, pretty soon I'm going to be adding another genre to that list. What's that going to be now? Are you going to break that on Chatting with the Constances, Destiny's Book Club segment, live on Anchor.fm, or are you going to keep that inside for a little while? I'll tell a little bit later on. Is that for another show? No, I'll, I'll talk about it in a few minutes. Oh, you got you. You gonna keep our fans waiting? <laughs> so the second volume of Antipathy, I have my first ever uh, cozy mystery story published in here. Do I know what it is? Yes, you know what it is. Uh, let me see. My psychic dad powers are kicking in. <laughs> is it Murder by a Cupcake, written by Destiny J. Constantine, and it has a main character of Laurel Sprinkles who owns a food truck. And kills the mayor with a cupcake. Uh, I think it's a red velvet cupcake. And she gets framed. And it's kind of like watching Bull where the South uh, Science trial lawyer gets her off. And the other person gets arrested. How'd I do? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm getting that look, guys. I overstepped. I stepped in it now, guys. I thought you were going to tell them the title. And I was going to do the rest. I wanted to see how good my memory was. Is that so? Yes. Well, Murder by Cupcake. Um, I love this story because everybody knows I'm a big baker, too. She um, is. I love baking. Bake is my second passion. Um, and I got to mix in uh, my my love of Hallmark movies and baking into the story. So Murder by Cupcake features Laura Sprinkle. She is moving to New York City with her sister, um, to escape her past in an abusive relationship. Um, she um, she started with an online bakery, um, but then she decided to go um, expand the business into a food truck. And on the opening day of the food truck, she gets a call from the mayor's assistant um, asking her to make red velvet cupcakes for the meeting that's happening in the mayor's building. And a few later on that night... Um, when she's about to close, Detective Blackwood knocks on the door and asks to see Laurel and place her in handcuffs. And you have to read the story to find out what truly happened. Um, but because of the cupcake um, being in the mayor's hand and on his mouth, um, found in the crime scene, they believe Laura mur- murdered the mayor, mayor and she is arrested for it. But she is being framed. And I'm not going to say any more because you're going to have to read the story to find out what happens. 
Um, but I am very proud of this piece because I got to, I got to use my creativeness and my love of um, baking, and um, I love cop shows. Um, I love NCIS and Ball, um, and I'm big, and I'm a big Hallmark mystery fan. And and don't forget the SEAL team and SWAT. You know we love watching those too. Yes. Um, so I got to I got to use all of that and make this um, fun story. So this is my first cozy mystery. My <laughs> second cozy mystery. Well, I like calling it cozy mystery. I love calling this one a cozy mystery because of the baking in here. Um, but it's a murder mystery. Yes. Um, my second murder mystery. Is something I've been working on for a whole year now, and I can't believe it. Oh, is it anything good? <laughs> um, How good is it? <laughs> well, Dad inspired me to create the student Linux mysteries. I did. You want me to tell him about it, or are you going to tell him about it? <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. Um, the Student Likes Mysteries is a short story series currently um, that I've been writing for Coffeehouse Writers. Um, since October of last year. And in the next week, I'm going to be working down part 11. Part 11? Um, but all the parts are available to read on Coffee House Rise right now. I say and... go read it right now, guys, because <laughs> it's a good series. Um, really good. So, um, Sweet Lennox is inspired by Dad. Um, Dad is a big uh, computer uh, tech guy. I am. Um, Dad has taught me all about computers and how to build one. Um, I did. <laughs> um, during, it's amazing during my depressed years. At the age of three or four, she re, I took a computer apart, erased a hard drive, and I come home, and it's all back together, and Destiny's tapped me on the shoulder. She's saying, Dad, Dad, I, 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 I did computer. I'm like, what do you mean? This, my daughter had the printer connected. To the computer. She loaded an operating system on the computer the way I would load it. She loaded all the software back on that I had and even installed printer drivers at the age of three and four. I was like, no, that didn't happen because I thought my brother-in-law did it. No, my wife says your daughter did it <laughs> because every time I was by the computer, she would sit there next to me and watch me do things meticulously with the computer and, and how to do it. And I was just so amazed. I gave her the biggest hug in the world, knowing that I was depressed because I lost, I believe I just lost my brother, Jimmy, my grandmother, my biological father, my stepfather, all in a matter of months, and my Aunt Lizzie in a all, all matter of months. And you want to talk about pain? I, I couldn't even get over losing the my grandmother and all that happened. So my world came crashing down. And when my world got, came crashing down, something good came out of it. I was actually teaching my daughter how to work a computer. And I was just so amazed. I'm like, yeah, my kid is special. I, I knew when my kid was special when she came out and grabbed my finger for the first time. And that's, I think that's when our bond started is when she came out of the womb, grabbing my finger, knowing that I was her daddy and listening to my voice for the full nine months while she was growing inside her mama. And, and that brought a tear to my eye. And whatever she does brings a tear to my eye because she amazes me every day, guys. And I'm just a proud papa. And I'm going to shout out from the rooftops. I love my daughter. <laughs> and I'm going to do whatever it takes to support her, protect her, anything. So, Destiny, 
What else you uh, got over there on the on the Destiny Book Club segment live on Anchor.fm? Uh, so, so Lennox Mysteries is inspired by Dad and loving computers. Yes. Um, of course, my love of computers too. I'm, I, I, I'm a big technology girl too. <laughs> she is. Um, and um, I want to, I want to figure out how to do something for the website. Um, What's that? <laughs> are, are we gonna break it down, or are we gonna work on it together? Maybe in a minute. I I just don't know if it's gonna work or not. Um. Wow, guys, you're getting awesome book tips, awesome tech <laughs> tips on Book Talk Friday, on chatting with the Constantins, um, hosted by John and Destiny Constantin, <laughs> live on Anchor.fm. But the main, the main character in the Lennox Mystery Student Lennox, um, mm-hmm. he um, went to MIT uh, for computer years. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, he witnessed he witnessed something when he was younger mm-hmm. that kind of um, impacted his life, and um, it made him change um, to the police academy. Um, to work in um, the computer forensics. Um, But when he found out about his grandmother passing away, he wanted, he wanted to be in. Involved. Yes. He wanted to be involved um, in the, the homicide. Yeah. The homicide division where you work with cold cases. Trying, trying to solve a mystery. Yeah, and um, I, I, I had to actually research these names because I'm, even though I watch a lot of TV, <laughs> I don't know everything about the police department. So I've been doing a little research as I'm going. But um, his grandmother passed away, and something about her death is unsettling to him. He, he has a gut feeling that his grandmother's death wasn't a natural death. She was murdered by somebody, and I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, he be- he believes that um some someone potentially k- killed his grandma. He- he's not sure what happened to her or who or how, um, but he goes on this quest to figure it out. Um, he keeps having um out of body experiences being transformed into um, scenes of his grandmother's life and going on this mystery quest to figure out um, what has actually happened to her. And he finds out that his grandmother has um, a secret life. Grandma? <laughs> you, you, you didn't tell me about this during, during the living? <laughs> <laughs> and um, each uh, section of the start story, you get to learn more and more. Um, but each dream he has, vision he has, uh, gives him another clue, one step further. And right now in the story, he's in New York City with his buddy, um, trying to get information at the FBI um, office. Um, he's trying to get access to sealed documents. Um, yeah, they're giving me a hard time with my credentials. I'm, I'm getting mad. <laughs> So he's trying to get sealed documents. Um, he's trying to sneak in the building. Um, 
and I'm going to be picking up on the story soon. Um, this past week, um, I did a baking article for Valentine's Day. I recently made a batch of brownies uh, for my dinner party by uh, my friend. So um, my brownie recipe was just published this week. Oh, nice. Um, you made those brownies that I had to taste test for you that were so good it needed extra coffee? <laughs> Yes, the brownies I just made for when I had the dinner party. Oh, those were some good brownies, kid. So, um, my sure. brownie recipe was just published this week. Um, so take a look for Destiny's triple chocolate brownies. Oh, it was so chocolatey. <laughs> I also had the opportunity to write another poem. And I you had, didn't share that with me yet. I I showed it to you before I sent it into the editor. I don't remember seeing that poem. I have to look at it at coffeehousewriters.com then. I wanted to do um, something f um, cute and whimsical for Valentine's Day. So I asked my uh, mentor if she would help me. So I came up with a draft. The first um, couple lines I was thinking of love and fairy tales. So the first line is love is magical like a fairy tale. And I was thinking about how everyone deserves to be loved and how... Love is between family and friends and not just between um, couples. So I wanted to put the love of family in there too. So I wrote up a draft and I sent it to her and I asked her what she thought. She thought it was very sweet um, and she had an idea. And then she added her ideas to the poem and I liked it. It fit really well with it. So um, we decided to create... The poem together. So, um, The Magic of Love is a poetry written by myself and my mentor, Caprina Charles. She, nice. She uses a pen name, and I hope I said that right. <laughs> um, but those are the two works I just recently published. Um, they are going to be added to my blog this weekend on Destiny Magic Creations. That's awesome, kid. Um, before we get to... Um, author spotlight I wanted to share about I'm super excited about my second piece of anthropology because it's um, it's the uh, prequel the prologue um, to the novel that I'm working on um, oh is it that mystery book uh, that that you've been coming to me for ideas with and all that cool stuff that you're adding to it um, this one's not mystery it's young adult fantasy well I, I feel it has a little mystery into it, a little mystery fantasy. So I I've been I haven't been sharing a lot with everybody about the novel I'm working on because I've been having a hard time finishing it. I keep working on it a little bit, and then I end up editing and changing things and adding things. And I really want to publish on Nora Girl this summer. Um, my you goal. Will. That's my goal. You'll make it. I, I really want to publish it. Um, I'm thinking May, but I'm I'm not like certain. Um, but it's almost there. It's almost there. I haven't worked on it since I turned in for my thesis project because I've been trying to do multiple things. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping that next week I'm I can um, schedule some time for me to start writing again because. I got a deadline to meet. I, I really want to send um, send it. Um, I'm so happy my friend Caitlin decided to be my editor. Um, <laughs> I really want to send it over to her 
um, so we can start the editing progress. But um, there's like three scenes I have in my head that needs to go into this book before I cut it off. This book is going to be a series, uh, just so you know. It's it's good. Um, I got book two planned in the head. Um, so I'm trying to find a perfect spot to break it where it's like a cliffhanger. And then it's going to make you want to wait for the next book. But there's three more scenes that have to go in there to make it sense for it to break off. So I'm going to be adding three more chapters. There's 12 chapters right now. Um, well, 13 if you count the prologue. But the, pro- the prologue that's published in the anthropology is the story of Lady Sapphire. And I, I am a huge fan of Cassandra Clare. She is the author of the Moral Instruments series, the creator of Shadowhunters. I am a huge fan, and she inspired me to figure out how to put magic into my stories because I'm a huge fantasy person. Um, I love Harry Potter. Um, I love Shadowhunters. Um, I love Twilight. I, I'm a big fantasy person, so I wanted to create a sto- story uh, with fantasy in it. Um, so this is going to be my first young adult fantasy story. Yeah. So the story of Lady Sapphire is going to be the prequel to I'm Knowing a Girl. And when you read the story, you're going to get to know about Lady Sapphire. Lady Sapphire is the antagonist in I'm Knowing a Girl. So before you get to read I'm Knowing a Girl, you're going to learn about the villain, how she was raised, uh, what happened to her, how she became who she is in I'm Knowing a Girl. Sounds interesting. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy reading these pieces because they mean the world to me. So you're going to get to see Lady Sapphire um, living in a castle. Um, she goes into the evergreen forest. In the evergreen forest, there's this tree um, that sheds special leaves. And her mom needs that um, leaf, needs the um fluids from the leaves to create a potion i'm not going to tell you what the potion's for because that's going to really spoil the story uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll find out when you read it um but it, it's good to, it's gonna um it's gonna introduce you to the antagonist in i'm gonna grow you're gonna get to know who lady sapphire was and how she became um evil and how uh hatred so you're gonna get to learn about her i'm excited i i I know everybody in the reading land will be excited too (laughs) um so um murder by cupcake starts on page 28 and goes to page 42 42 is the beginning of story story of lady sapphire and that goes all the way to page 51 and 52 is my also bio along with my social media links. And then on page 53 is my pretty offer um, photo that dad took with his fancy iPhone. Because <laughs> <laughs> dad was my photographer. Yep. I'm a, I'm a dad wearing a multitude of hats. Um, so these stories I'm very proud of. Um, it's something I have always wanted to written. Um, dad knows I'm a big um, bookworm and love different stories. Um, but she uh, is fantasy stories always hold um, a special place for me. I, I love the magic behind it. I love how um, authors create another world 
for readers to um, sink into when they're reading it. And I want to be able to do that for my readers. I want to take you on a magical journey too. And I just love the magic of storytelling. Um, writing is important to me. Um, and I think my passion shows when I write things because uh, everybody always tells me they're full of heart. It's true. I can, <laughs> I can actually vouch for her writing it. When I read her pieces, I actually tear up because I know how much passion and creativity went into the storyline and the way she describes things. And it really takes my mind out of the reality to go into the fantasy. And I actually kind of get lost in her stories, which is kind of cool. So go check them out. Um, again, we'll leave all the links in our show notes so you guys can go check them out. And I highly encourage you to check out that Coffee House Writers website for her latest pieces of work because they're really enjoyable to read and i'm not saying that because they're, i'm her dad i'm saying it because of all the hard work she puts in and the time and effort for her to create these pieces of work for all you guys to enjoy to read and what else uh, anything else you want to go over uh yes so um this is going to be something that i'm going to do um periodically i'm not sure if i'll do this every week um but i want to do Actually, Sylvia inspired me to do this. Um, <laughs> Sylvia, I listened to an episode of Sylvia. She was talking about the author of Fire Lane. I know Ooh. her name's Kristen, but I forgot her last name. She was talking about the author of Fire Lane and how the book was turned into a Netflix show. And it got me thinking about all the authors I've been reading with um, my book review projects. So, Any interesting reviews you want to share? That's with, what I would love to do with uh, with our our awesome fans that are listening at Chatting with the Constantins, Destiny's Book Club spot, Spotlight on Anchor.fm. <laughs> Let them have it, kid. <laughs> so, besides writing writing stories for coffeehouse writers and poetry, um, and teaching and baking periodically um, for my family and friends. <laughs> Um, in does. school, um, and teaching in school, I became a book blogger slash reviewer last year. Um, Again, the, the <laughs> pandemic hit and created an opportunity for my daughter to create this awesome blog, Destiny's Magic Creations, at ConstantinsBooks.com. Check it out now. So I, I was, um, I was talking with my friend Caitlin, and she, she, um. <laughs> she loves Instagram. <laughs> um, I saw her take pictures of this big pile of books, and I'm like, "Holy cow!" And I'm like, "You got all those books?" And she got um, Jane Paris is working on a young adult fantasy series with a, another author. I know the her name's Natasha. Um, the first book is a uh, girl, paper and fire, which is on my reading list. Um, but I saw her with that book and a few others, and I'm like, how, "How did you buy all these, or or um, were they given to you as gift because you've been helping authors with editing their stories?" And um, she was talking about how she works for Young Adult Book Central, and Young Adult Book Central is. Um, Kind of like a fan page, a blog, but it's mostly a review site. Um, they review all the latest young adult stories. Um, and they have a section for kids' books as well. But oh, they, nice. I, 
I know people review books and say I, I enjoy reading this and what they like about it, but I never thought that it could be a job. Hence a pandemic opportunity <laughs> coming out right now. Well, I, I started before a pandemic, but um <laughs> it just made I, another opportunity though. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I never I never thought it would be considered a job and how much they how much they help indie authors. And I've decided to go in the indie author direction myself. I want to do self-publishing. Hey, uh, I, I have a true fact. Charles Dickens published his own books. So Charles Dickens is considered an indie author before he made it really, really famous with his uh, um, Christmas carols. Did you know that? Google told me that. <laughs> um, and I didn't realize how how big of an impact they make uh, for indie authors because of course indie authors not every indie author gets the opportunity to be in the big big bookstores or to get their uh, stories read right away Um, and it's so hard to get into big publishing houses um, like Penguin's Random Um, you have to have a literary agent and you have to have like the most perfect manuscript you can ever think of and go through multiple rounds of interviews and editing and a lot. But I understand why some authors go that way because they feel it's right for their story, but not every author feels right about that path. Um, So that's why they're self-publishing authors as well. And the popularity of it has increased tremendously. Um, But for any authors, writing a review helps grow their uh, readers, um, helps to get their work noticed, um, helps get books sold, and makes makes writing um, their dream job come true. Yes, authors don't always make a lot of money. Some do, some don't. But just writing a review, telling them about their work, um, what you like about it, what you didn't like, it can be a really like constructive criticism feedback, help them improve for the next book, you know, help them get noticed, help them grow their platform. Um, and that's what I've learned both as a writer and a reviewer. Because um, when I read books, I don't just look at the story plot, I look at character development, the setting, how it makes me feel. Um, the dialogue, the plot, the world building. Um, I look at all those elements because I am a writer. So I look at books differently because of my background, because of my education. And I put all those all those things in my book review. It makes me decide if this book is a good book. Is it worth recommending? And, you know, all the books that I have been giving have been really good books. Um, some nice. story, some stories weren't my taste, but they're still well written that should be read. Um, I think it's because I'm not used to reading adult books. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly read um, young adult books. But but in hindsight, you you give it the benefit of the doubt and you give your honest opinion, right? Yes. I always give my honest opinion. Um, That's what I've taught you, right? Yes. Be truthful in everything that you do? 
Yes, and I can't believe how much my book reviews have meant to people. Um, I've been I've been getting requests, and right now I'm working on like nine different books. Mm-hmm. No, seven. I already finished two, um, which I'm going to talk about right now. Okay. So um, we got some breaking only, news. Not only do I uh, do book reviews for my friend Caitlin's website, Functionally Fictional, um, and I'm also a book reviewer for Reason Discovery. Um, of course, you can find all my book reviews on my blog too. Um, but I recently was introduced to a um, group of book reviewers called the Reading Owls. That's a fitting they, title because you're you're up like a night owl. Yeah, I know. I love the title. <laughs> um, I love I love working with them. They have brought me another opportunity, which I'll share after. Some more breaking news on chatting with the Constantins, Tessie's book blog segment on Anchor.fm live. I had bring up. I had bring up. We're um, hanging. We're hanging. I have bring up my notes on the author. Um, so all, this fact- all our <laughs> listeners are waiting. Come on. Uh, so uh, reading owls need a book reviewer um, for Becca Becca Baldwin's um, new book series. And um, who is Becca Baldwin? <laughs> um, Becca Baldwin is a international selling uh, contemporary romance author, and she created a whole book series. Um, called the Girl Gone Crazy series. Oh no! <laughs> and I, I don't usually read romance, but I've been introduced to romance, and I'm starting to, get, I'm starting to like it a lot. Um, <laughs> so why are you liking um, it a lot? Hmm? The uh, like, like the falling in love, the meeting, all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, because it, it reminds me of, like a Hallmark movie. Or, or kind of like me and your mom's love story, how we started all yeah. those years ago. Yeah, they, they, it's cute and um, whimsical. I just, um, some of the stories I read got a little bit too much detail in the romance section, but, you know, it's still a well-written book. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, but back with Bowen series, I, I read the two short stories that go along with the book series i haven't mm-hmm. had the opportunity to read the novel yet i read the two novellas can you explain what a novella is i'm still kind of confused on that i i, I keep hearing novella and I, and a couple of guests said novella I'm, i don't understand what novella is can you explain that yes a novella is um a story that's written mm-hmm. but it has less than 50,000 words. So when a book has less than 50,000 words, it's not considered a full novel. Um, that's why it's called a novella, because it's not a full novel. It's oh, okay. a shortened novel. Um, but it is longer than a short story. It's more than 20,000 words. Okay. So there's like different, there's like different lengths. Um, a short story is usually less than 25,000 words. Right. A novella is less than 50,000 words. And then novels go anywhere from 50,000 words and up. Okay. Now, now ha- have novellas been around for a long time? Because obviously I've been around for a long time. And this is my first time hearing about novellas. I'm not sure when it actually started. Um, to me, it sounds like a new word to me. It's new to me, too. It's new to me, too. Um, I found out about novellas in my literature classes. 
So what you're saying, I, me not... and you are both learning about something new on <laughs> Chatting with sh- the Constantins, Destiny's book segment on Anchor.fm live. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly when that term came about. Um, I just know that it goes by word count about lengths. That's a very good educational tip. Thank you for explaining that to us. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so um, what else you got uh, you want to discuss? So um, Becca Baldwin's story features a young woman named Haley mm-hmm. O'Brien. Um, she is a executive business assistant and food blogger. Nice. Um, she loves watching um, cooking shows. It sounds like you. <laughs> You, you, you like watching uh, guys grocery games and chop and everything that's on the Food Network. I'm surprised you're not a food blogger. <laughs> uh, I guess if you count my bacon articles as it, I, you can consider me one. But Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she loves cooking shows and there's a celebrity chef on one of the shows she loves she has a major crush on. Ooh, who's that? Who's that? His name's Joel in the story. Joel? Is yes. It, is it based off Bobby Flay? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Or or like one of the new, young, up-and-coming uh, hot chefs are out there? I, I don't know where the author got her inspiration for the characters from. Um, but um, she has a major crush on um, the celebrity chef on the show. His name's Joel Alexander. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how exactly they met um, because I haven't read the novel. I've only read the short stories, the novellas. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know how exactly they met. Um, by reading the Christmas wrapping, which was the holiday um, edition, I learned about the characters and that they both went through a lot, um, I believe, they were, I don't know what kind of accident, but they were in an accident and a lead roll with migraines and a head injury. Oh, no. Um, but um, Haley um, is not really big on Christmas. And because of everything that has happened with her, she was afraid to go home um, for the holidays. Oh, no. Um, but her mom persuaded her um, to come home for Christmas. Um, to see the family and to be and to bring Joel with her. Oh, um, nice! So they they had a nice Christmas dinner with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, her siblings got to meet her boyfriend. Um, this story has a lot of funny parts too. Um, it's kind of like a romantic comedy. Um, Sounds my, like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> my um, favorite parts. What is it? Um, was uh Joel's nephew. Uh-huh. Oh, the one thing I loved about the story was that the mom invited um Joel's family too. So both oh, nice. of the families are coming together uh for the holidays. Sounds like an engagement party. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh speaking of engagement, I'll tell you the funny part is uh Joel's nephew right um he was playing with the coat rack uh-huh. And um, Joel had a ring in his coat pocket. Ooh. Um, he wanted to pop the question to Haley um, after Christmas dinner. Oh, that explains why she invited the family. 
<laughs> I don't. Uh-huh. I, I don't think her mom knew. Actually, I don't think anyone knew. You never um, know. There might be a little backstory to that. There might be, but I can't wait to. I can't wait to read more because I'm. I'm invested into the story now. Um, <laughs> nice. And I want. I, and I want to see them get engaged. Um, yeah, me too. But because um, I, I love the. The best part about the story is the author's ability to for the character's development. Um, the dialogue is very natural. The chemistry between the characters is really cute. Um, they're really flirty. They got that love bug in them. Um, they can't keep their hands off each other. Um, they're really um, intertwined. And they I like have, me and your mother, huh? Yeah, and <laughs> I think I think I think she has helped Joel um, be be the chef that he became, um, mm-hmm. like supported him, and I think he did the same for Becca to get her out of that, not that like bring her out of her comfort zone. I think they like helped each other, um, but I'm not sure exactly because I haven't read all the stories. But yeah. I love the I love the Christmas story because it's got like a traditional family dinner in there. Nice. Um, her uncle is hilarious. Um, he's like a prankster. Oh no! And he decorates. Um, he um puts something on the plate. On the plate, I don't remember exactly what it is. Um, but it made everybody laugh. <laughs> and um, Joel's nephew, the first time he knocked over a coat rack, he found chocolate. Oh and he no! Eats the chocolate. Um, but the second time he knocked it over, he found the ring box. Oh, it's getting good now. And he accidentally gave it to the dog. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know how they're going to get that, right? They got to wait till the dog takes a shit. <laughs> And I feel so bad for him because I the way it, the way his emotions the way it's written you you can you you can feel his heart breaking. He wanted to create something special for her and it didn't go right. And I just feel um so bad for Damn him. Damn dog. And I hope that he has the opportunity again in the next story. Come but, on, Joel, um, don't give up. <laughs> But Let's go buy author, a new one. <laughs> the author is very talented the way she builds up her characters, um, and with character developments, and their interaction is very sweet. Nice. I'm rooting yeah. for Joel. <laughs> and um, Eve, Eve, I know some as a writer, sometimes it's hard to put that much, um, attention in detail and in depth with secondary characters. So mm-hmm. she, she not just created Haley and Joel. You have most of their families. You got their mom. You got Haley's mom, her uncle, her siblings. You got Joel's um, sister and nephew. So there is multiple characters in here. And they are all created with the same in-depth. Which is amazing to me. Because I know sometimes it's hard to put that much work into secondary characters. And one of the things I have trouble with in writing is dialogue, making the dialogue sound as natural as in two people speaking, you know, in real life. Uh-huh. So she she does that very well. And the chemistry between the characters 
um, with the body language, um, making it feel like a sweet romantic. Um, so she does really well with that. Um, you can read my full review on my blog, um, Destiny's Mad Creations. Um, the Christmas wrapping is the first novella. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is Head Over Heels. So in Head Over Heels, um, Joel has the opportunity to film a cooking show in Venice. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good opportunity for Joel. Go ahead, Joel. Go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> oh, that's making me laugh. Making me choke. I'm sorry. You okay? Um, yeah, I'm okay. Um, so they get to chance to. Uh, she goes with them. Haley goes with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to tour Venice um, while he's filming the show. Um, she actually becomes um, a production assistant while he's uh, filming the show. She gets to meet. Um, Joel's friends from culinary school Mm -hmm. and um, there's a little bit of drama there's always gotta be a good drama in a novel like that (laughs) Um, a novella there's a little bit of drama um, because um, Joel's ex-girlfriend Caroline is doing the cooking show as well Oh, oh so there's a little bit of drama with that Come on, Joel. You got to stay with the woman that you love that got you through your mess, man. Um, but um, it's a very cute story. Um, I can't um, I can't wait to read um, the first book in the series, A Girl Gone Crazy. Um, I love the cover. I'm looking at the cover, and it's hot pink, and there's a cupcake on it, and I just love it. Oh, that's right. Um, I really kid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she has, she just released actually book three of the series, um, last month. Um, so there's three books so far in this series, plus the two short stories. Oh, nice. Um, Are you going to do all three of them? Um, I want to. Better go grab it. I want to, um, I'm going to ask, um, Allie if I can. Oh, nice. Um, and then you got to fill me in all, all the juicy details with Joel. Because I am enjoying the book. Um, one of my favorite things about the Head Over Heels short story is um, learning about Venice through the characters' experiences. So they go on a gondola ride. Um, they get to visit a uh, family-owned Italian restaurant. Um, they stay at a um, fancy hotel that is I don't. I forgot exactly what it is at this minute, but um, I think it's a writer that she likes, and they mm-hmm. wrote about that hotel or stayed at the hotel. So Joel gets them a suite there. Nice. And you get to learn more about Joel because it's you get to watch him on the chef show, um, how he interacts, uh, his personality, and the cutest thing about it is why he's filming the cookie show. All he keeps talking about is Haley. He's like cooking and talking about Haley. It's it's so sweet. Well, um, see, you I, can I, see I, how much they're in love with each other. I, th- I think Haley and Joel are soulmates. <laughs> and one of the neat things about the story is the what author. Is it? The author writes in dual point of view. Oh, that's a new oh. uh, a new feature to a book, huh? It's been getting more popular. Um, Sounds new to me. I like it. <laughs> Um, so dual point of view is when each chapter is written by, um, well, it's told by a different character. So some chapters are from Haley's point of view and some chapters are from Joy's point of view. But doing that 
dual point of view, mm-hmm. um, it increases that chemistry, their relationship. Um, you get to see how the romance is brewing between them and t- um, their take on Venice. And you get to learn more about the character's backstory. That sounds awesome because if nobody's never been to Venice, they can read this book and get an idea of what it's like and maybe plan a trip. But they're actually seeing Venice through through the author's eyes. That's awesome. So that was my favorite part of it. Um, both of the reviews I just put on the blog this week. So those are available. Nice. Um, my next review is uh, Michelle McQueen. Oh, Michelle McQueen. What's going on with Michelle McQueen? <laughs> What's up? What's up? Um, Michelle McQueen is a young adult fantasy and romance author. And I had the opportunity to get an advanced copy of her new series. Ooh. Um, that's going to be coming out in a few weeks. Um, so I'm reading want, book two right now. You want to spill the juicy juice on the Chatting with the Constantins presented by Destiny's Book Club on Anchor FM? Live. Um, you can read my first review of Love is um, Love is a Lyric um, on Amazon. Um, I haven't had permission to put it on my blog yet because the book hasn't come out yet. It is supposed to be coming out in March. Um, I'm working on part two right now, um, which okay. is Love is a Dance Step. Um, but the series features... Um, a group of rock stars, um, nice. how their relationships intertwine. Um, some of them have fallen in love. Um, there's a little bit of family drama in there. Of course, um, there's always family drama. Something. <laughs> um, but um, I love, I I love how um, there's like a support group between the rock stars it's called Rock Star Anonymous. Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Anonymous, I can't even say that. Anonymous? <laughs> yes. Um, they have their own support group. So they're a group of friends. So whenever they, you know, feel overwhelmed with, you know, the press releases or the concerts or mm-hmm. if they're facing any trouble, they turn to each other like a family. Nice. Um, and help each other through. Piper and Ben are the two characters that are featured in book one, but two features um <laughs> oh uh, sweet nibbles <laughs> um lola and drew and um i just love the author's ability um to in it like make the them interact con- with each other yeah the concerts the concert scenes uh-huh. i feel like i am watching them before but i'm reading the book that's like, awesome man. that's, I, that's I some good know, writing right there i don't know how she did like um, you know how um, some musicians they're also dancers and right. some of the songs they got a female dance partner right um, to do those uh, special more slow uh, songs right right so she's she's describing it describing each step and how they look at each other and it's just amazing I feel like I'm like in the concert seat that that's that's what I call talented writers <laughs> doing a lot of research on the dance steps and dance moves. Like, for example, like pop and lock. That's a dance move back in the nineties for break dancing. <laughs> I'm showing my um, age now. Talking about the nineties. Oh, <laughs> that boy losing it on chatting with the Constantins. <laughs> and the con- 
and the um character development is just amazing. Um, nice. My friend Caitlin introduced me to Michelle McQueen. Um, I I talked about the F word book on here. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I did that, but um, that's the first book I read by her. A couple of shows um, back. And, and now and... now I'm reading her new series. Um, nice. But, um, she is very um talented, amazing, and I am so glad. Um, I'm honored that I have um permission. Um, to be one of her advanced book reviewers, um, I can't believe I've been emailing her assistant. Um, That's awesome, kid. <laughs> I've been working with her assistant for the book review. She sends me a copy, and I gotta email her back. Um, my reading status, and um, you know the review, and then I have to post like a brief version of my review on Amazon because I can't give away. Too much certain details because the whole series ain't out yet. So, gotta do like a um, a snippet, yeah, like a blurb, a snippet. And I'm a I like to write in detail, so that was a little hard at first. Um, my first review I had rewritten twice. Oh no, because uh, the first re- re- review I sent in, I revealed too much information. Um, so I had to redo it. You're just trying to give the readers what they want, but if they if they're sworn to secrecy, you're sworn to secrecy. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, so I just have to be a little bit careful with those books. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm enjoying reading the series, and I'm sure I'm sure um, once it comes out, everyone will too. Yes. Uh, so what else you got on the agenda? Are you, any any other? Important information you want to share? Well, that's the that's my author spotlight uh, segment. I want to talk about Becca Baldwin um, and her two stories that I've re- uh, read so far. Um, I'm hoping I have the opportunity to continue reading um, her books. Um, those were the two novellas, um, but I would like to read the Girl Gone Crazy series. Um, I know the third book in that series was just released a few weeks ago. Um, nice because it sounded the way you, you 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 described them a little bit it felt like i i was like right in right in those books like 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 an extra like in a movie the way you were describing it i felt so real <laughs> and in telling i'm like man i wish i was in that movie <laughs> <laughs> um but i'm gonna be doing some updates to my blog yeah when's that um pretty soon um so it's going to be one of those late nights where you say, Daddy, I need you up in the chair in case I need you? <coughs> um, perhaps, yes. <laughs> um, so um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be um, adding a few um, blog posts about um, like top, top five books that I've read in 2020. That's already up there. Um, I want to do like top 10 romance stories. Um, books that are perfect to read in the winter time. Um, mm-hmm. My friend Adrian um, just came out with her first book, um, and she would like me to do a feature book spot for her on the blog. Um, so I'm going to be working on that this weekend. Nice. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of changes. I'm going to try to add more content um, instead of just um, just my um, coffee house stories. 
um, I want to add more. I want to do um, some articles um, and more book recommendations. So I'm going to be adding content to it. You know, all this takes time, right? Yes, I do know it takes time. Um, and then I've been having fun doing WW Wednesday articles for Caitlin's website and mm-hmm. Friday favorites. So I'm going to add those elements to my blog as well. Nice. You get, get giving the people what they want, huh? Mm-hmm. All on Chatting with the Constantins, presented <laughs> by Desi's Book Club segment and on hopefully- Anchor.fm live. And, um, Hopefully, in a few months, I will have enough money saved up. Um, I really want to turn Desi Magic Creations into my own business. So, I, I want to make it a company. Um, you can do I, that. <laughs> I got I wanna, faith in you. I want to be. A, I want to be able to offer author services. So, I want. I want to be able to do book reviews for indie authors. Um, give them a package. So I'll do a book review. Um, we can have them a guest as a podcast. I can mm-hmm. create um, many reviews so they can share on their website and social media platforms. Um, and then I can create longer reviews for them so they can put it on uh, Goodreads and Amazon. And I can give them a feature book spot on the website. Um, I want to be able to offer pre-fru- uh, um, proofreading services. Um, and basic editing. Um, I'll elaborate on editing once I gain a little bit more experience. I, I've been working on editing, um, but mostly my editing's been students' papers. <laughs> um, You're but, doing well, honey. But um, I got faith I, in you. I know that I know that Donna and Tracy will show me editing too, um, and Caitlin will show me. I know that. Um, and I want to also um, start my own online shop. Um, so I want to create us a shop. So I, I want to um, I want to open the shop up before Amory. Well, not before, but when Amory Girl is ready to release. So I want I want our readers to be able to go our, our to our shop and pre-order a copy of my new book. But that order that book will only be pre-order through my website because those are going to be the signed copies so you're going to be pre-ordering a signed copy directly from me and i want to make customized bookmarkers to go with it that sounds like an awesome idea so i'm hoping i can do that soon Um, i like it right now i'm working on saving the money to do so Um, need help (laughs) Um, But that's my goal Is to expand SC Magic Creations I want to get it copyrighted I want to make it a business Um, You can do it I got faith in you I'm a little bit scared about making a business Because I tried doing a business A few years ago I tried to do an online bakery And it didn't work out Um, But I I got a good feeling about this one Um, because I I've been getting so many book review requests, I'm growing um, followers on social media. Um, a lot of people are loving my writing, um, and who doesn't love getting a signed copy of a book? So <laughs> I am looking for an signed copies like anthropology for my friends and mail them out. Um, I just order some uh, dress labels and bubble wrap <laughs> envelopes. Um, so I want to be able, and I love 
And if you, well, for those who know me, you know I love um, pens and having journals and notebooks. Um, and dad loves coffee. So I want to mm-hmm. be able to make like customized bookmarkers and journals and cups. Um, I actually made a cup design. I showed it to dad a couple of days ago. Um, with a that was quote pretty awesome. It, with a quote on it that I wrote. Um, so I want to be able to make um, like stationery in the bookmarkers and have our books be, where they can order signed copies for, from us. That's awesome. I like that idea. So I got a whole plan inside this head and inside my notebook. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, um, it, all our fans will see it progress. And plus our podcast. Yes. What's our podcast? Chatting with the Constitutes. Um, what station are we on? We're on Anchor. And we're live, right? And we're live right now because I wasn't able to do the Friday book talk earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it now. <laughs> Anything else, uh, Miss Destiny? No. Um, I wish you all a good weekend. Um, please feel free to tell me what you're reading this weekend. Um, I know I'll be re- finishing Michelle McQueen's book this weekend. Um, please um, subscribe to my blog, Destiny Magic Creations. Subscribing will allow you to get instant um, messages in your email of when I'm posting a new um, article or new book review. Um, so please subscribe to that. You can subscribe to our podcast. So you know when um, new episodes are out. Um, if you have any writing questions or if there's a book you want to, want me to check out, I'll be happy to. Um, please send us an email at constantbooks@gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at writerdestiny, Instagram, writerdestiny94. And then Dan and I have a shared Facebook page. Um, which is facebook.com slash constant books. It would say father slash daughter, Dusty John Constantine. Um, Dad's uh, got the podcast Twitter names, Constantine Show One. Uh, Instagram, chatting with the Constantins. You can follow us there. Um, also, you know, please subscribe to our podcast through podcast. I'm, I'm sorry. Pod- <laughs> podpage.com forward slash chatting with the Constantins. You can subscribe there. Also check out our latest episodes like uh, my romance memories and wrestling uh, from our Wednesday episode. It's all up there for you. Just click on your favorite listening platform and I hope you enjoy them all. Miss Destiny, anything else? No, that's all. Um, That's all I got for you today on this fabulous Friday. Um, Well, actually it's kind of cold and snowy, but <laughs> still fabulous it's still a fabulous book talk friday it's friday um, it's the weekend i want to thank you for listening um thank thank you for um being being a support and helping me on this path um i can't believe how many flowers i keep getting each week so thank you to all of those um we hope um you enjoy this episode um, please come back next week for another Book Talk Friday episode on Destiny's Book Club. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And please tell me what you're reading good. I want to know. And remember, it's always a great time to have a great chat. And we'll chat to you in the next one. You've been listening to Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm.